There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to Christian writing with a guest who's writing a series of what she calls urban fantasy novels. It's called the Armour of Light series, aimed at young adults. Danita Bundy from Somerset in southeast Queensland was appointed to be the inaugural Somerset writer in residence in 2019. Now, her debut urban fantasy is called Dangerous Salvation, published last year and capturing our imagination with the thought, what if your saviour was more dangerous than your enemy? Dangerous Salvation is the first of seven books in the Armour of Light series and Danita Bundy is joining us. Hello Danita, welcome along to 2020. Thank you Neil, it's great to be here. Danita, you're writing for young adults, you're connecting with them on an important level with the idea that young Australians have some level of fear of the future and they face intense loneliness in today's Mm. hyper-connected but isolating world. Take us into your thoughts about reaching out to young adults today. Well, thank you, Neil. But um, I just want to point out, even though this book is set within the young adult audience, and a lot of my readers are in that late teen to early 20 mark, many of my readers are way above that and beyond that because I think... This is a truth that we all face and the reality is is affecting all of us. So writing about, um, in in my book, Dangerous Salvation, um, and we look look at community and what it is to belong to the community of God, I, I start with the question, what are we being saved from and what are we being saved to? And um, we travel with one of the main characters, Daniel, as he comes into the truth and he comes into the light, as as I call it in the book, coming into relationship with God. Um, And another question that um, I look at is suffering. Um, What do we do with suffering, Christian and worldly? Because a consequence of living life is to suffer pain and loss, but a consequence of meeting the Lord Jesus Christ is healing, peace, and reconciliation. We still hurt and suffer, but in the light of Christ, we have a new perspective, new understanding, and a new purpose. Danita, give us an, in a nutshell, outline of your book, Dangerous Salvation, because in a genre that you're calling urban fantasy novels, and with Christian thought going all the way through there, give us an idea how the story unfolds. We meet on the streets uh, a young man, Daniel. He's um, living by himself and we're in the city of Sodom, uh, the modern day Sodom, about a month before it falls. He's confronted by two people who reach out and connect with him and tell him truths about his past that um, nobody else knows. 
these people are being hunted and they challenge him to come and join with them and meet with them to find out more about the invitation to come into the light. He goes to their home and he meets this odd bod sort of community, an elderly man, a married couple, a single woman and a, a, a girl and um, young twins. And he's challenged to accept the invitation to come into the light. Um, but he, this is a difficult decision and he struggles with that for a while. But in the end, he does. And then it's the transition from moving from the dark into the light. And then this ragtag team of people need to fight their way out of Sodom before the city falls. And there's the epic battle at the end and all sorts of things that happen along the way. Danita, when did you discover that you could bring gospel truths and these sorts of processes into your writing and put it in a story form that young adults and beyond, as you say, will be able to really appreciate? In fact, they'll have a real hunger for it. Well, I've only come to writing later on in life. When um, In 2011, I was a boarding house night supervisor and I used to read the books that the girls were reading in a way to connect with them and get alongside them. And at that time, Cassandra Clare's book, uh, Series of Shadow Hunter, was really popular. And I thought, how edifying and encouraging would it be to have a book written from a Christian perspective that would sit in that genre? So the young kids um, that were Christian, growing up in Christian family, could read something and go, yes, I identify with that. That's a truth um, that I believe in, and it's, a, and it's an entertaining story. Um, and so I started thinking through that process, and it was on the back burner. And then later on, um, in 2013 to 2016, I was a chaplain at a primary school, and I got to meet some amazing young people and, um, and adults and, and the community as well. And still there were questions that were being raised. And this was the question of suffering and how it, it affected them. Young kids who I'd met who had gone through the most horrific experiences. And I watched their resilience um, as they recovered, as I walked with them through this. Um, and, and I thought it was still burning. How can I do this? And how can I present a story that has these truths, that's entertaining um, and it doesn't, um, it isn't patronising. So this was a, a truth that I was, I was struggling with. And then it hit me um, when I was a, a younger person, between the ages of nine and mid-thirties, I would have um, dreams. I would call them my God dreams. And they were pretty far out there. And a lot of people couldn't relate to them. No one could help me discern what they were about. So I would journal them and put them aside. And every so often I would go back to them and say to God, what are these about? And it was during my time as a chaplain that I started realizing that I could use the dream um, I, and for the first book as the, the, the springboard. And I could use so some of those ideas and concepts that I got in these spiritual warfare dreams as the setting and the context. And then I could tie in all of these other great ideas and the theology that I have developed a passion for since studying at Bible College. And I thought I could just tie all these things in together with my own love of reading and that love of John, that genre myself and to tie it in. And it just, I just was so naive when I started. I just sat down and started writing a story. And then 105,000 words later, it was the end. And I thought, well, there you go. We've got, <laughs> we've got a story. Now what do we do? 
So that was the process. <laughs> well, I think it's wonderful that you've recognised how an inspiration can come from those dreams and connecting journaling and your chaplaincy and the real-life challenges of young people and putting all that together and putting it into a story. Now, Dangerous Salvation is the first in a series and you're offering this uh, for young adults uh, with hope through the power of family, whatever shape that takes. So I guess we're mm. moving into here how you actually like to manoeuvre young people in their thinking as the story unfolds. Yes, it's through identifying. What I've tried to do is I've, I've written this story from the perspective of a number of the characters or the cast throughout the series. I get into their heads and each character gets to tell the story from their perspective. So I'm hoping by presenting a wide range of characters who have experienced a number of different things themselves and I can share how they have overcome or how the struggles they continue to have. One of the things, um, I love reading Christian fiction, but one thing I struggle with is the perfect Christian on the page. So the characters in this series are broken people. They're saved, but they're struggling. They still fail. They still make mistakes. They're still loved and part of the community. They are in the light. They love the Lord, but they're not perfect. So I'm hoping that by presenting a wide range of characters, each walking towards the light from different perspectives, young people might be able to connect with one or more and identify and just saying, She's not perfect, but she's loved. He's had a really hard time, but he can overcome. That kid there has been through hell, but there is there is reconciliation, there is healing, and there is um, a wider perspective of family. It's not just biological. A number of the kids that I, I have worked with in, in the past and a number of the kids I teach these days don't come from what is traditional family. We have to ask, what is family? And I think family is that commonality, that connection. And of course, one of the great blessings we have as um, being in the community and the family of God is that wherever we go, we have family. So that is the, that's the goal that we can, from many different perspectives, identifying that we're all unique, we have that connection through, um, through our faith. I think you're winning a few fans here because so many parents in particular, if you're talking young adults, and you'll have young adults listening in going, you know what, I can really relate to that. Uh, you're winning some fans here when you put your finger on where those issues lie uh, that keep mm. young people bound in the circumstance they're in and uh, looking mm. for that freedom that can come from our faith in Christ. Hey, Dangerous Salvation, mm. first of seven books in your Armour of Light series. You've got another one that's ready for release just a month or three away. That's right, yeah. The second book in the series is called Blinding Revelation. And as the, as the crew leave Sodom, where they have been in hiding, they've been under constant attack, They've had no resources, just living by faith and God providing down to the very cent that they need to get by. They move to Laodicea and they are confronted with luxury and the openness of the, the church community and the wealth that they see. And in this new city, the, the church is declaring that the enemy doesn't exist. Um, it, the enemy is not in Laodicea, therefore they don't need armour. They don't need warfare. 
because there is no one to fight. So in this book, I'm trying to answer the question, how do we stand strong and fight when the enemy is so subtle and insidious? How do we maintain the discipline of training and when we don't feel threatened? And then when we don't have a common enemy, I look at how easy it is for us to fight amongst ourselves. So I know that um, in the West, we quite often, I, I've come across that, that thinking that we, we don't have any threat, that church and the Christian life is easy. We have no opposition. But I think sometimes this is, this is a real struggle because um, evil is real. The enemy still lurks. And so how do we keep that armor strong? What does that look like in a context when there's no visible enemy and, and no obvious fight? So that's where, they, um, where the team end up. But I have to admit, at this point, um, this, there was so much in this book, I had to split it into two. So that series of seven has now become series of eight. So we have to stop over in later here for um, two books because there's just too much going on. <laughs> well, maybe we can track the series as you continue to write uh, because you're coming out with some great concepts. And uh, Dangerous Salvation is the name of the first book. Uh, as you say, a series, not just seven, but eight in the Armour of Light <laughs> series. Now, for mm. people getting a hold of your first book, Dangerous Salvation, is it available through your ordinary Christian bookstores? Uh, no, it's um, because I've self-published. It's only, um, you can go on to like Amazon or any of the online um, book outlets. Um, you can get it from, or you can buy it in print. Um, but yes, it's not yet in any um, anything apart from the online outlets I'm okay. afraid. So uh, go to Amazon you can get it online through Amazon or go to your website donitabundy.com d-o-n-i-t-a b-u-n-d-y dot com and uh, Donita mm -hmm. we'll talk again on another day because you've got some other dimensions to you that I'd love to unpack about <laughs> leading writing workshops and those sorts of things and how Christian writers and people who are aspiring to have their own work published might be able to connect with you but DonitaBundy.com uh, for anyone who's interested in dangerous salvation and uh, to connect with Donita. Donita, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.